Welcome to the Life Lifted Podcast, where we lift your mind, body, and soul with your hosts, Mike Molina and Chris Musser. You have found the number one up-and-coming fitness podcast in the world. <laughs> this is Life Lifted Podcast. On today's episode, um, it's our first episode, right? Our first live episode. Um, so we talk a little bit about why we're doing this, um, why we decided to make a podcast. When I say we, me, Mike, and Chris... Um, we talk about a little bit about how we met, but also this is mainly um, my episode and why I decided to take the path that I'm on and why I became a trainer. Um, I get a little deep, you know, some tears get shed, things like that. But you have to stay tuned to find out. But um, let's get the show started. All right. Boom. <laughs> Welcome to Welcome. the number one podcast in the world, up and coming, even though it's our first episode. But you know what I mean? You got to dream big. Dream big. Yes. Welcome to Life Lifted Podcast. First episode. How's your day going, Mike? Uh, It has been a crazy, crazy day today. Obviously, first episode has been on my mind all day today. Right? I don't know about you, but um, I trained a couple clients this morning. I had like six in a row, which, you know, drained me a little bit. But we're here now. We set up. Um, What a setup, huh? First of what all. What a setup. We're in Chris's, uh, we barely moved, he barely moved in. And we are already freaking made into a studio here. <laughs> in the pad. We've got the pod in the pad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there it is. But, yeah. So, um, first episode, obviously, guys. So, um, we're obviously going to introduce ourselves a little bit, right? How we met our story and why the hell are we doing this? Why did we decide to do a podcast, right? Yeah, I think that's a great idea to start. So... I guess, uh, you know, we've been talking about this idea for a while and how when we're training clients, it's almost like we don't have enough time in that training session to really talk about all the things we want to. And so we talked about creating this podcast as a way to talk about the things that we don't always get time to go deep on with our clients. Yes, absolutely. Um, There's a lot of things that Especially, I mean, the fitness industry is freaking crazy. <laughs> a lot of freaking crap out there, right? That um, us as trainers, obviously, uh, I mean, with the knowledge that we've gained and the things that we see online, it's like, okay, we gotta, you know, we gotta talk about some some of this stuff. Some of this stuff, uh, our clients come in, you know, like, oh, I saw this on Instagram, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> it's like, so uh, it is easier, I guess, a long format like a podcast like this to be able to have this um, this type of format to to have as a resource, right, to be able to explain certain things. Um, because, yeah, like Chris said, I mean, sometimes we're in a session and we want to explain certain things. You know, we only have an hour, but we're in between sets where it's like we can't really communicate well what we're, what we're trying to, to to teach our clients, right? And in this way, we're going to be able to, right? You're going to have a, some time to be able to explain things more thoroughly, I would say, which is big for both of us. I think one thing I found out is being a personal trainer is that we're really passionate about wanting our clients to know as much as they can to empower them. And also we're really driven for them to get results almost sometimes more than they are. Um, It's a learning experience for both of us. Like we are people that obviously are really driven to grow and learn more and keep on, you know, uh, learning everything and anything that has to be, you know, in fitness or health or wellness. And um, a podcast is going to force us, right? It's going to kind of force us to to grow more ourselves in order to be able to teach others, right, certain things. So as we grow as individuals, um, we hope that obviously the podcast grows and our knowledge grows and we're able to spread more. Um, So if you're listening to this, you're going to have a front row seat to our own growth. Imperfect and messy as it may be, you get to watch it all happen. Yes, very messy. Who knows how this quality sounds? You know, we have no idea. We bought, you know, we bought a couple of uh, semi-cheap mics and you know, set up our own little setup here. Um, if you guys, if, if we put out the video, you guys could see what we're talking about. But um, it's that's it's you just have to you just have to freaking start right, and that's kind of that kind of was our motto. Um, no matter how messy it is, no matter how imperfect it is, like he was saying, you just have to start, and that's like the biggest step. Because as we, even in this, you know, even in this podcast sitting, as we go along, we're going to get better, right? Our quality is going to get better, whatever. We're going to get better at actually doing this. Um, but yeah. That's right. So, so Mike, we met at Crunch, right? And what was it? Um, it would have been October of 
2022? 20, no, 20, no, earlier. Well, COVID was 2020, obviously. Um, and in 2021, what things opened again? 2021? That's, I always forget. <laughs> COVID messed up my whole Anyways, perception of time. But yeah, me and Chris met at a... Oh no, it would have been 2021. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. See, I told you COVID messed nah, up my whole time perception. <laughs> a lot of people's. <laughs> uh, but yes. Um, so, yeah, we met at Crunch Fitness uh, on Sunset. Um, it was interesting, an interesting time there while we were there. We were still wearing masks. Yes, we were still wearing masks, right, going through the whole, whole, the whole pandemic and everything. Let me ask you a question. Were you surprised? When you saw people's faces when they took their mask off, some people, some of y'all should have kept your mask on. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Mean. But um, yes, I was surprised because sometimes you know you you only saw people's eyes for so long, and then all of a sudden you see their face, and you're like, you do not look like what I thought you would look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I guess that brings me to my next question. Did you what did you think when you saw me first without a mask? You're like, oh, that's how I thought you would look like. Yeah, actually, it was a little different, but it wasn't. Damn. Like, who the hell is this freaking <laughs> brown? But everybody did that. It was, uh, you know, for me, it was, there was a lot of surprises when people took off their masks. It was, it was uh, interesting. And then, and, 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 but um, yeah, so that's, that's where we were at, right? Whole pandemic, uh, working at Crunch Fitness. Um, that was, um, the, the way I got there was um, I did have my own uh, private training, right? I was already private training. Um, kind of freelancing, going from house to house, some gyms, but I wanted to grow, um, my network, right? So, um, you could say I did do that, obviously. I mean, when I'm here next to Chris doing this podcast, right? So I was able to meet him. I was along with a lot of other trainers, but that was the whole reason why I wanted to go to Crunch Fitness in the first place, which, uh, to all, any of you freaking, um, inspiring trainers, I honestly think going to a commercial big box gym at first, like when you first started off was really beneficial. Yeah, for right? sure. I, yeah. I learned a lot. Um, you learn a lot about sales because, believe it or not, yes, yeah, some of us don't like to talk about sales, but if you could be the best trainer ever, right? But if you're not able to sell somebody, well, then you're not impacting anybody's life, right? So it's like things like that. Um, a commercial you know what gym I heard the other day? Helped. I heard um, sales is the first coaching that you do with a client. It's a nice little nugget yeah, there. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Because you're just, you're coaching them on, this is, you know, a program that's going to work for you and helping them see the value in it. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry for that little side note. No, no, that was part of it. So I'm really curious, you know, we're, we're talking about what you were doing before Crunch. Like, why did you decide to become a personal trainer? Like, what, what was the motivation? Ooh, that's... That's gonna be a it's gonna be a while, Chris. I guess <laughs> that's gonna be our first episode here, huh? Talk about a little bit about my story, I guess. Yeah, let's let's hear it. Um, where do I start, man? Why did I become a personal trainer? Well, I never wanted to become a personal trainer. No, you know that obviously not. You were um, resisting it. I was resisting it. I I I saw it more as a hobby. I mean, I played sports my whole life. I grew up playing sports, right? Um, football, basketball, track, freaking softball, baseball, everything, right? What I was your favorite sport? Ooh, for sure basketball, um, just because that was my my main sport growing up. Basketball, all the way till high school, that's practically was my main sport. I played all the other sports, but only because. Could you jump high? <laughs> I could. I don't know about now, but um, <laughs> I mean, I am training um, one of my clients, as you know, and we obviously have gotten his bird up. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I would. I I do want to get more into plyos. Um, mm. now, right. But um, I will say, yes, I was able to, I was, I mean, I was short. I still am short, right? But even as in middle school, I don't know, what was I, like five, 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 six? I was able to grab Remy, you know, you even at it. that. Yeah, that's hell nice. yeah. So awesome. We're getting off track here. but <laughs> No, that's a good story. All right, so back to the sports. Yeah, so playing sports, that's kind of where I got introduced, right, to to, to fitness or whatnot. But um, did you enjoy so I, I played sports as a kid, but I did not like the fitness part of it. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but also, I mean, I grew up with in a family of athletes, right? So I grew up, my sister played basketball and a lot of other sports, softball, volleyball. My brother played basketball. 
uh, football. My other sister. Point is, like everyone in my family played sports, so it's like I kind of just fell into it. But I also learned to love it, right? So um, were you were you pressured to do it, or was it just you just did it because your family did it? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I don't think I was pressured to do it because. Um, well, I guess maybe when I was like I don't know five, three years old, right? You don't really, you don't really know, like, hey, I want to freaking go out and play basketball or play football, or whatever I played, right? Like, but once I, I, I started playing, I fell in love with it, and I was like, I want to go, right? So there were times where it's like my mom would be like, oh, we have things to do, but I'm like, mom, I gotta go to practice, and this is me like in freaking elementary school, <laughs> right? Um, I went to Evergreen, shout out whoever you know, anyone knows out in East LA. <laughs> yes, I grew up in the freaking ghetto, but you know. Where in East LA? What did you say? Evergreen? Yeah, that's okay. the elementary school. But um where was I going with that? So you were playing sports, you uh just kind of fell into it. Yeah. And I guess what was your first experience in actually lifting weights? Well, I mean, well, to go back, obviously, what we're talking about, the whole purpose of this whole story is obviously to get get to get to uh, why I decided to become a personal trainer because I obviously didn't even answer that. But that's fine. We're gonna because, get to that. Yeah, it's 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 a long story, so I am gonna get to it. But um, yeah, so it starts there, right? Okay. So I'm gonna say it starts there. That's where my 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 love for fitness and health and wellness started. So I, I do think it's important to tell that part of the story. But um, when I first started lifting, um, that was middle school. And um, it gets deep right here. It gets deep, and I'll get into it right now. But, yes, I first started lifting in middle school. But it wasn't because I wanted to, if that makes any sense. Uh-huh. So in middle school, I got kicked out of my house because I wasn't the greatest child growing up, right? I was a very rebellious child. So mm, my mom kicked so. me out, yes. My mom kicked me out. I uh, wasn't doing that great in school. And uh, she kicked me out to my sister's well, she didn't, she didn't, she just kicked me out and I decided, well, who else do I have? I have my freaking sister. So my sister picked me up and she had a weight room, um, in the back of the house. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so, amazing. Um, you could kind of hear it in my voice already. I'm already getting emotional because it is, it's, it means a lot to me, you know, and yeah. I went through a lot. So if I break down crying, you know why, right? That's fine. <laughs> You're allowed to. But, um, yeah, so, um, that was, that was middle school. So my brother-in-law, um, started teaching me how to lift, right? I remember everything. He started obviously showing me like how to bench press. Um, uh, first of all, side note, he did not know what he was doing now that I'm a trainer, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, um, they had a barbell. Yeah. See that everything. They had a barbell, wow. dumbbells, cables, easy bar curl, right? Um, squat rack. Was so this in LA too? Isn't it's still there. It's, yeah. I actually, I actually started, um, during the pandemic. That's why it worked out. That's amazing. Yeah, so I, it was still up there. Back uh, to your roots. Yeah, back to my roots. It was very, uh, it was very uh, eye-opening to see how far I've, I came when I went back. Did you teach him a couple things I, too? Now <laughs> he listens to me. Now he comes to me for advice, right? He, he's, I have him on a little semi-program, right? But um, yeah, going back to that, um, that was middle school, right? We were in middle school, so I, I got into that. Man, talking to life, freaking. <laughs> it makes you want to burp. That's why I keep on trying to pause because I feel like I need to burp. But um, so in middle school you started lifting weights. Yes. So middle school I started lifting weights, but I I wasn't really into it like I am now. Obviously, it kind of was just like oh, I was introduced to it. I Were you doing it, it in, like in your middle school? What twelve year old mind? Were you? Did you have a goal, or were you just doing it? Because it was kind of cool. Was it because of your brother? It was just because of my brother-in-law. Yeah, he was like, I mean, if he was essentially taking, helping, taking care of me, right? Was a father figure, obviously. Um, so it's like I would just, I would just listen. I would just listen to him and be like, all right, well, he's gonna go work out. Well, I guess I'm gonna go work out too, right? He would tell me to come on. So I'll be like, all right, well, I guess I'll go. So I, at that point, I didn't think much of it. I was just doing it to do it, hmm. right? Um, then we go to high school, right? So mm-hmm. in high school, this is where it gets a little more deep and more personal, I guess. But um, I started playing football. So obviously in football, we all know that you freaking have to lift weights. Yep. <laughs> you have to get, you bigger, get bigger, right? Big. So 
So I was still playing basketball. Freshman year, I only played basketball. Uh, sophomore year, first of all, side note, I was the only freshman that made the basketball team. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, going back to that, I, hey, man, <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. But um, sophomore year, I started playing football. Again, kicked out of my house. Only reason why I started playing football was because my other brother-in-law um, was a coach, and he was like, come on. You know, he bought me he bought me my cleats. He bought me mm-hmm. my, you know, my everything. He was like, all right, you're going to go to practice. And I was like, okay. So was the house that you got kicked out of, was that back at your mom's, or was that your sister? That was, No, no, no. I was, I, I I did. I was back in my mom's. You got so back to I was. Mom. I was back in my mom's. Yeah. So it was only for a couple months that I got kicked out of middle school. Um, then she kicked me out again in high school. Right. So. Um, Let me ask you a question. Um, I'm always curious about this because I didn't play sports and I also grew up kind of in a different situation. But do you feel like the sports kind of saved you? Did oh, you find abso- yourself absolutely. Turning around this from- is where I'm going to. That's okay. literally where I'm going to right now. So, again, if I get emotional, you know. But um, so once I started playing football and once I started, you know, going into the weight room, that that was my escape. Right. Mm-hmm. I did not did not live in the best household. I it was a troubled household, a single mom. Right. Have eight siblings, things like that. Right. So a single mom with that much really low income. Obviously, me being whatever you want to call it, rebel troublemaker. Right. It wasn't it wasn't the best, but sports was the only place i could escape to to be like i don't have those problems Mm. right so especially during um football season well there was weight room and football season football practice right Mm -hmm. so i was able to go to football practice and then still go to the weight room after so i would legit would have like whatever two hour football practice and then still go up to my sisters and work out another freaking two hours but it was more so to just not be home yeah so i just didn't want to be home i it was it wasn't somewhere I wanted to be, and the weight room helped me escape, like you want to say. Do you, were you working out more than other football players in your mind? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that, it was, it's, it's shown, to say the least, those of, you, those of you who know football, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the positions, Chris, but I started off as a cornerback um, slash free safety, right? And I ended up at being, a, I ended up being a D-end. So I don't know if you know <laughs> what that means, but it means I got freaking swole. You got, you got big. Yeah, so I was with the big boys, right? So I ended up playing... Uh, on the line, pretty much, right, on defensive, and um, I wasn't as big as them because obviously, you look at me like, okay, well, I wasn't as big as them, but I got strong enough and big enough, and I was fast enough to be able to play on the line like that. So yes, I definitely worked my ass off. <laughs> now, football. back then, were you training specifically for football, or did what you were just doing in the weight room kind of carry over? Um, no, I was training specifically for football. And um, how did you get? The, like the knowledge that you needed at that age on what you needed I, to do. I researched it. I mean, I had a really good football uh, strength and conditioning coach. Um, he helped me out a lot. But um, I was always somebody that self-taught, right, in a sense. So it's like uh, I started reading started reading all these articles and um, watching these YouTube videos, um, researching things, right? It's like, oh, well, simple Google searches. Like, oh, well. I need a freaking pool day. I need to work on my back. I need to work on my legs. How do I get stronger? How to get faster as an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. So then I started uh, doing all that and uh, researching all that. And, I mean, I learned a lot. And, yeah, so going back to, obviously, our big question here, or our big, yeah, the big question of how I became a trainer and whatnot. So, obviously, we're going through all this, right? Um, I got kicked out of high school. Uh, like I said, I got kicked out. I was playing, playing football, things like that. It was my only way of escape, right? Um, were you playing other sports? Besides football, or was, I was that the main basketball, one? basketball, and football, basketball, and football. But then senior year, I didn't play. I didn't play uh, basketball. I I, st- I stuck to football. I only wanted to play football. I I gave it my all. Like I said, I was in the weight room, in the field, things like that. And um, yeah, but a lot of other things happened senior year. I wasn't even a- I wasn't able to to um, play the whole season just because of life problems again. Yeah, life problems again. wasn't going. It wasn't. It wasn't a good time in my life. Um, in terms of like my family, things like that, a lot of things were going on. So again, the thing that I, the one thing that I'd love to do and wanted to do, I couldn't do. Right. Mm. So senior year, senior year. Yeah. It was hard. I only played like half the season. Right. I didn't even go to, uh, senior night or whatever it's called. I don't remember anymore. It's been too long, but, um, I didn't even go to that. My sister went, she made like cake pops and she made like posters for me. (laughs) 
And she's like, why aren't you here? And I couldn't tell her. I couldn't tell yeah. her. And to this day, I don't think she knows why I wasn't there. Oh, wow. Right? So, but um, tough times. But um, fast forward, I guess, um, a little more. Um, something happened in high school. Um, not in high school, but something happened during my time in high school that changed my whole perspective on, like, why I lift and why I want to lift. But um, there was this incident with my mom, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, I was lifting. I was getting big, right? It was getting a lot bigger. And um, there was an incident with my mom. Um, let's just say, not to get too deep into it, um, a man attacked her, right? Mm, well, so ugh, it gets me emotional, but <laughs> I was able to fight that person off. Right, you were there. I was there, and I was able to fight that freaking well. bastard off because I was big enough. Yeah, I w- I worked my ass off. I I gained some muscle. I got big enough, and it's like I was able to stop something like that. Right, Be- just yeah. because of the weight room. That's amazing. So it's like I always have it in the back of my mind. So it's like my own family. Right, my I have my girlfriend now. It's like. I mean, you know me. You know how I train. It's like I train for strength. I train yeah. for size, but it's it's deeper than that. It's like I, I could get lean if I want to, but I just can't because deep down inside, it's like mm-hmm. I need to protect my family. I need to protect others, and it's like I was growing up. I never was that. Mm-hmm. I never was that. Right? My mom was a single mom. Like I said, stepdads weren't the greatest, right? So it's like I wasn't able. To, I wasn't ever able to do anything about it because I was too small. I was too skinny. It was freshman year. I was like 100 pounds. Wow. I was like 98 pounds. Uh-huh. Right? This is like, what, 15, 16 years old. I'm only 98 pounds. Wow. So. Did you have trouble gaining muscle? Uh, Kind of. Kind of. But then that's not something I said. Like, I really started doing my research, things like that. And um, Did you I was also able to grow. learn how to eat I ca- to get big? No, absolutely not. I was, eating, I was just eating everything and everything. Yeah. Like, okay. I, at that point, I was just whatever I could fit in my body, right? <laughs> I kind of knew we had protein, whatever. But it's like. Whatever my mom made, I mean, I was still a kid, right? Yeah. So I was still only, I don't know, 17 when this happened. But, yeah, I mean, I was, <sighs> yeah. You think all of that training, you know, if you go back and look at, like, getting involved in the weight room and then the sports, all of that kind of prepared you for that moment. I That's exactly mom. how I look like. Yeah. How I look at it. Like I said, I was really tiny growing up, like, so just the fact, like, me knowing, like, I was able to do that, like, change my whole perspective um, on lifting and why I do certain things. That's not the only reason. We'll get a little deeper into the other aspects, but that was yeah. one, cr- like, crucial moment yeah. where I noticed, like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. And so do you feel like you came out of that moment a different person? Absolutely. I mean, every, every growing up, all I would hear, like I said, going back, like all I would hear was like, "Oh, like why is he so?" I mean, even my family would be like, "Damn, you're so skinny, this and that." You know, <laughs> it's like, "Damn, it was it was hard for them to find jeans for me because I couldn't fit in anything." Huh. And then after that moment, when I mean that wasn't the, the only moment, but during that time, it was like, "We gotta see some photos." Yeah, well, I'll show you some pictures. <laughs> we'll put some up. But um, during that time, their uh, their view on me changed too, right? They're like, "Oh, like oh, damn, you you know you you are bigger or whatever." I mean, even my brother-in-laws, um, which would also, you know, like I said, they would lift. So they were kind of, you know, they were kind of jacked, kind of swole, um, started, like, complimenting me, right? So it's like, oh, you actually look good now, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, I, I never had that. So it's like, that was another aspect to it, right? So. Yeah. But. um, Did they tease you because you were skinny? Yes. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. But um, that's, that's funny motivation. because. Yeah, hell yeah, it's motivation. What yeah. the hell? Because especially in high school, too, obviously, you know, high school is like how you look, who you are, right? Popularity, yeah. status, things like that. And it's like, I had none of that until I started lifting. I'm not going to say that, but it's like, I was a very shy kid, right? And then like football and the weight room helped me open up a little more. And then it's like around campus, then everyone, everyone would knew me as like, oh, that, that dude lifts. <laughs> so it was cool to be learn, known by something like that. Um, but yes. I have a question. It's kind of deep. Go for if it. If you don't mind. When you think back to when, you know, you were causing problems in your mind, do you remember like your motivation? Um, when I was causing problems, yeah, like, my motivation? you know, when you were saying like, you know, you had to get kicked out oh, okay, and yeah. you were being kind of rebellious. Do you remember 
in your mind like what was driving you to lift and stuff no 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 just like to be rebellious oh um damn that's a good question chris um that is a really good question what was driving me to be rebe- no i don't know hmm. I, I i don't know i mean I don't know. That's a good question. That's probably something I still have to probably That's figure fine. out myself. I know it's deep. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is deep because like I don't think. Then again, it's funny because I don't think I was rebellious, but it's like my mom was going through a lot too. So like any little thing that I did, or any of us did, it like would trigger her. If mm. that makes any sense. Yeah. I'm not blaming on my mom, obviously no, but it's like there's more factors to just me, right? It so wasn't it's like just you, yeah. yeah, it wasn't just me. Like my mom, would, my mom agrees. Like the second third time whenever she kicked me out she actually now confessed to me she's like i don't even know why i did it you know she was just like she just was used to that you know she was like yeah she was just used to like okay i I can't see you right now you're out of my life whatever she was just used to doing that so again not blaming it on my mom but but um i have a belief that everyone is doing the best that they can in life no matter where they're at and i think your mom was probably just doing the best that she knew at the time. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, you know, that you would have never gotten into that weight room as soon as you did. Had no. That not happened, right? No, absolutely not. So that's cool. Why do I got to burp so much? <laughs> I keep on trying to put the mic away. It's, it's that like, burrito. <laughs> damn, yeah. I had a, a burrito before this. But um, cool. So, all right. So senior year, football. Yes. So now, you know, let's talk a little bit more about where your training Transit, went after that. Training. Okay, so it gets even deeper again. <laughs> oh, wow. So out of high school, I, um, my mom, my mom was leave. my mom left to Utah my senior year of high school. Um, she took my brothers and things like that. Um, so I decided to stay back. I decided to stay in LA. Um, not for the right reasons. I had a girlfriend, so you kind of could kind of guess why i stayed <laughs> well that's a good reason <laughs> <laughs> i had a girlfriend so um i'm not well ex i should say i had an ex so that obviously i'm not with her any longer which <laughs> glad <laughs> but are we all glad freaking exes are exes for a reason right but um yeah i stayed for a girl stupid i know but i stayed anyways but then again i mean side note i met my girlfriend now which i love so much but um i would never i would have never met her if i left right but anyways yeah. And you wouldn't be here if you were in Utah. That's very true. I wouldn't be on this podcast right now. I'm the number one podcast in the world if I didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so my mom left the Utah senior year, so I decided to stay back. And um, obviously, I, like I said, I had my ex. Um, so I had to grow up even faster than I already had to grow up uh, growing up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I don't know. What was I, six, 16, 17, 18? And I had, I had to start living on my own, pay my own rent, right? And I had to everything working but it wasn't only for myself it was for this other person that was living with me right mm-hmm. so i had to pay for her stuff i had to make food buy food you know she didn't work she didn't oh, you're a great cook by the way oh yeah uh, yes <laughs> i was just looking at those videos from arizona <laughs> making <laughs> all that those tacos and everything that hey was man i had to learn how to cook growing up so that kind of <laughs> spiraled up from there you've been hiding that for a while from uh, us. that's it is, that's <laughs> funny because even my girlfriend we were t- we're supposed to cook um uh what is it saturday uh, she wants me to cook, obviously, because I'm the better cook between us. But uh, she could admit it. But anyways, <laughs> yes. Um, see, even that, even cooking, I had to learn growing up, man. Yeah. My, you know, I had to be by myself and had to take care of my little brothers. And it's like my mom was at work, so I had to learn how to freaking cook at a young age. But going back to that, um, to the story. Burp again. Um, yeah, so I was working. So I didn't have time to – well, I wasn't playing football because I was out of high school, you know, over with um, – I didn't have time to go to the weight room because I had to freaking provide for somebody else and provide for myself, right? Pay rent. Something that I didn't, I like literally from one day to the next had to do because my mom left and I, I had no choice. Like, you know, no one was going to, no one was helping me. Yeah. Um, so that would lasted for about two years, right? So all this, this whole time, not lifting, well, no sports, no nothing, nothing no outlet, right? All it was was problems oh. with this girlfriend, right? Problems that housing, I, you know, I couldn't sometimes was struggling to pay rent um i had to ask for my I had to ask friends for money 
Well, right, and a lot of friends helped me with money. Was she working um, too? No, she didn't work. Oh well. I don't know. Don't ask me. I was dumb. But um, yeah. So she didn't work. She would get kicked. She like would get fired. She's one of those. Like she can't even hold a job. I don't know where she's at now. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So um, yeah, that was two years of my life. Um, like I said, everything went down the drain. Uh, third year of that came came along, and uh, well, obviously, um, problems happen, right? I'm not gonna get too into deep to the relationship part of it, but um, we broke up. Um, horrible breakup. Nothing. Not, not, I didn't do anything, and honestly, she technically didn't do anything until after the fact. So it kind of was just it was just a bad, bad relationship, very toxic yeah. relationship, right? Yeah. Um, and she did some horrible stuff right after. I'm like, you know, not gonna talk about it, but point is, I fell into like a de- depression. So it was like you know that third year, um, I fell into like a depression because like she left me or. Well, yeah, I mean, she kind of, she left me because I take it, I'm somebody that will fight for what he wants, right? And at the point, at the, at the time, I did want the relationship, so it was like, I was fighting for her, so it hurt to be like, she didn't want it, and I was trying to fight for it, but again, glad it's freaking over, <laughs> right? But again, um... Did you have support? Was your sister no, I still have, here? So that's what I'm getting to. Okay. Um, my sister was still here, but, um, you know, I'll get to that part, but, um... Sorry, I'm leading you. I keep asking you I know, but, but, <laughs> but... Yeah, so my um we broke up. Um my car I got in a car accident. So it's like this is all in the same time. Well wow. I got in a car accident, um, on the freeway. So I got hit oh. rear ended and so like my car moved onto the like I hit the front the person in front of me too, so I got like sandwiched on the freaking freeway, right? So wow. like really fast. Um and I didn't have anybody. Right. So it's like the only person I called was her. Like a dumbass. Oh my gosh. Right. So I called her because I was like, This just happened to me, like uh-huh. you know. And she was just like, okay, so I don't care, right? But at that moment, I was like, damn, this is the only person that I thought I had in my life. And, like, obviously, she's gone now on this and she's been like this, whatever. So I remember clearly that day. That day, I was crying again. I was, like, kind of depressed, right? I was, like, really sad, not doing anything. Um, I also got um, – we got evicted from the house we were at, not because of our fault, but we were living with my brother. Again, we'll get into that, but we got evicted. So it's like I technically was – pretty much homeless my car just got freaking totaled i lost my girlfriend right i had like a freaking minimum wage job sounds like i dropped out of high school <laughs> <laughs> i dropped out of high school i dropped out of college i mean um but i only dropped out of college because again i needed to make money to freaking support us so it's like i had no choice but to not go to school right so it's like all the things in my life were like going bad i, I fell into that um i remember after that car accident i went to my sister's house <laughs> uh-huh. because she was still here but it's like i didn't think she was gonna help i like i didn't think she was gonna support me um through it through it all right or whatever you want to call it i don't know what you want to call it but i think she, i didn't think she was gonna be there for me because i kind of no one liked that girl and i ignored them all i was like i like mm-hmm. her i don't care what my family says right now i compl- i think completely different obviously i was a kid then i just cared about what i wanted so they were like they were happy that <laughs> that relationship was gone, right? But it's like they could see I, I was in pain. Um, but uh, but or, yeah. But like I said, so I got in the car accident. Uh, I drove to my sister's house. I parked the car because it was still semi drivable. It was leaking everywhere, so she wasn't she wasn't that far. It was like a five minute drive from where I got hit, okay. which was crazy, right? Yeah, how God works. But um, I parked in her driveway, and I sat in her driveway. She wasn't home. I sat in her driveway, and I was just. I curled up in a ball, right? Freaking fetus precision, whatever you call it. Uh-huh. Um, I was just crying right there in the driveway. She didn't get home until like two hours later. Wow. Um, and so she finds me right there, you know, crying two hours later. I explain everything that happened. Um, and I don't remember exactly, like, how things went, right? But um, she obviously was like, yeah, I'm here for you, obviously, right? Um, her husband helped me out with the car. Like, yeah, fix whatever needed to be fixed. It was still totaled, but, I mean, for it was still drivable. But where I'm getting with that is, um, I sh- obviously, I, w- I walked upstairs, um, and guess where I went? The weight room. I went to the weight room. I didn't lift that day, but I sat in the weight room, and thoughts just happened. I was like, damn, I remember before how happy I was. I remember before that I, would, I had this as an outlet. I remember that my life was different. I felt different, right? Like, all those thoughts of, like, High school and lifting came back to me by just sitting in the weight room. 
right? So that day, I mean, that day kind of saved my life, right? The worst yeah. day of my life, the worst thing that could have happened to me, right? Mm -hmm. So going back and then, so from there, I started going back to the weight room. <laughs> <laughs> I started going back to my sister's house. I started going back to that weight room. Um, and it literally saved my life. I obviously, I picked my life up. I started lifting. I actually, I actually got, I actually got, I actually got fat. <laughs> Straight no, up. That, yeah, the but, two years you weren't yeah, working yeah, that's out, what I'm saying. did you get skinny? No, 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 no. I got the total opposite. Think about it. I only had enough food. Food. I only had enough money to buy junk food. I only had yeah. enough money to buy, like, processed food. I only had enough money to buy, like, all that crap. And she was, a, she was, she only wanted to eat out as well. You know, she was oh. one of those girls. So, uh -huh. like, I would get home and, like, she didn't cook for me or anything. So, the only thing that was open was, like, street tacos or something right because okay. i would get home like at freaking one in the morning right from work so we would eat freaking street tacos at like one in the morning right and i'll go to sleep right away right so it's yeah. like no so that was that was probably the biggest i ever got in my life so oh, it's wow. like people think that i was always skinny or whatever it's like no i, I actually got big <laughs> i actually got big um but um yeah so that like i said that was the two years of that um where is it going with that so you you, where did you, how did you find a place to live? Oh, okay, yeah, so, um, well, my grandma took, my grandma was here. Okay. So, my grandma, um, took me in. Again, I was kind of hesitant on reaching out to her because of everything, no one liked that ex, right? So, I felt, I felt like I was alone, which I really wasn't, you know, but, um, that's what happens when in you go into a depression in your own you mind. You tell like, yourself your own story. Yeah, it's exactly. It's so, it's like a lot of thoughts that were not true. It's like, dude, yeah. I had my family, like, even if I, ha I didn't have my mom or brothers, you know, my, like, they were on another state. That didn't mean I have, I didn't have other people here, right? I even had friends. It's funny because some of my friends that I didn't talk to, I reached out to, but I reached out to them to say sorry, like. This girl messed me up. I'm sorry that it, it drifted. Because one of my best friends was a female. My best friend was a female friend, right? Whoa. I still talk to her now. Um, and my girlfriend now obviously knows her and everything. But that ex was so toxic. She was like, I don't want you talking to her. I don't know this and that. Because one time I went to her house. And I'm like, dude, this is my female friend. She's my best friend. She's been my best friend for a while. Yeah. I stopped talking to her for that reason. Just because Whoa. that stupid ex told me to, right? But, um point is point going back to what i was saying yeah point is i, I did have a lot of i did have a lot of people in my life that were there to help me um so yeah a lot of you who if you ever go through anything like that right you do have people around you you know you have to and all you got to do is be open like the only the thing that changed was when i was open about it when i was saying like hey i'm going through this like you know the moment that i officially said i am depressed i'm actually going through something hard i need your help that's when, right. things that's when things turned around. That's when, you know, things actually started changing. Otherwise, you're always going to be in your head. You're always going to, it's always mm -hmm. going to mess with you, right? Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> um, so you got back in the weight room and you, oh, yes. Okay. So, you yeah. Did you start going to school? <laughs> like, where, how yeah. So I started going back to school. I, 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 um, what were you studying? Got in my stuff back in, got myself back in, uh, East Los Angeles College, community college, right? Um, and I, I wanted to, I went back to criminology because that's technically what I was doing first, right? You kind of know about it, but yeah, so uh, I wanted to be a detective. I hope my whole life I was in like law magnet growing up, right? I had a intern, I interned for like this law firm thing. Um, I had this whole like lawyer mentorship program thing. Um, so I um, always wanted to be a lawyer, I wanted to be a lawyer, they had a detective, so I went into criminology. Um, I'll fast forward a little bit, but yeah, so went back to school. I got my AA, right? So I got my AA in uh, criminal yeah. justice. Uh, I transferred out um, to Cal State LA just because I wanted to be close. Uh huh. But I got accepted everywhere, man. I got accepted to like UC Irvine. I got accepted to like a lot yeah. of a lot of you know a lot of other places. Um, but I decided to just stay close to home. Again, I believe everything happens for a reason. So if I would have left somewhere else, I mean, again, we wouldn't be on this podcast right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, and you're consistently working out now. Yeah, I'm consistently working now. So obviously, this is kind of fast forwarding now. But yeah, I got a, I got a new, I got a new job. Right um, at the time, I got a new job, paying a lot more. Obviously, so I ended up being like a, like a lead manager at the place. Right. Awesome. Um. Um. Still was with my grandma. My grandma has helped me out a lot. But um. So, but um, it came to a point where it's like, okay, she's no longer helping me. I'm helping her. 
And I'm still there. Um, and I, I'm still going to be there. And I still want her to be with me because she did so much for me during that time. That it's like I would not be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for her. So I kind of want her with me, like, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much forever, you know? Yeah. So it's like I want to be able to help her until whenever I can. Um, Got a new car. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I said I got, got a new car, obviously, because yeah. the other one got totaled, things like that. But little by little, just started kind of, just started kind of um, getting my steps um, improving in life, man. You know, getting out of that hole that I was in. Um, but it was all through lifting, right? Lifting kind of helped me. Did it help you mentally? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was getting with. Um, mental fortitude, right? A lot, of, a lot of people don't talk about the benefits of of like resistance training or lifting or working out. They don't talk about the, the, the mental benefits of it, right? Everyone knows the physical benefits. You get bigger, you get swole, all this other crap, you know. But it's like the reason why I stuck to it so long was because of the mental fortitude that it gave me, the mental escape, right, the mental. Like there was just peace in my mind, right? Yeah. So it's like, but it's like every time I go into the weight room and I feel like not doing it or I feel like not lifting, right, but then I do it, it's like, oh, it feels freaking amazing after, right? And I was able to apply it in my life because there was a lot of things where I didn't want to do necessarily, right, because – I was still in a state of mind where it's like, okay, well, I want things easy, right? But it's like, well, life is not easy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like going through that in the weight room and experiencing that weight room and pushing myself in the weight room helped me translate that over that to my to to life, right? So it's like I have to be able to push in real life. I have to be able to get those extra two reps, right? If I want to get to where I want to get to, I need to be able to 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 strive for better. And, you know, you, yeah. you, the more you work, it's the weight room is a perfect example of, like, life, right? Because it's like – You'll get the work that you put in it is what you'll get out. Same thing in life. The work that you put in life is mm-hmm. the same thing that you're going to get out of it, right? You can't cheat it. You, you can't cheat life. You can't cheat yourself in the weight room. There's my alarm. Because then the results won't come, right? You won't see the results. Same thing in life. So it's like I take that with me, right? Yeah. So I heard um, a, a quote the other day that it's like physics. A body that's in motion stays in motion. And... So when you start moving, you start lifting, you start doing anything physical, like it gets your whole life kind of going in motion. It literally did for me. Obviously, yeah. you guys are hearing this story right now, and that's literally what happened to me. Yeah. One little thing. I didn't even lift that day. Like I said, yeah. I just walked into the weight room, Uh huh. and it changed my life, right? So it's like there's a lot of people out there that maybe that's all they need. Maybe all they need is to get their, get themselves in that environment. Yeah. Right, they need to get themselves in the right environment to, in order to to start change, to start you know making to have a be in a better place, not fit, not just physically but mentally. Right, they just have to get themselves in that right that right space. Yeah, does that make sense? The weight room is a place where you've experienced a lot of change, and so that's is that what you're saying? That's what I'm getting to. Yeah, so it's like it it doesn't have to necessarily be. The weight room, right? Obviously, this is a fitness podcast, but it's also, like I said, you just in general want to be able to help certain people. And it's like, find your own weight room. What is your weight room, right? The weight room for you could be, maybe it's a sport, you know, maybe it's, you know, uh, swimming, maybe it's hiking, you know. For me, I also hike a lot, you know that. So yeah. it's like, for me, hiking is another weight room for me, right? It's yeah. another place of escape. It's another place where where I push myself and I'm, I, I learn to, obviously, perseverance and things like that and endurance. It's like, I learned those things. Um, that could be school for somebody. That could be, you know, learning. How, I don't know. It could be the kitchen. You know, it could be learning. I'll say say that because we're next to his kitchen. <laughs> but I, you know, it's like learning to. I don't know. Cook better, right? It's like find where you could feel like yourself. Find somewhere that you could feel, you know, like something that's hard and challenging, and that's gonna help you push and become better, right? Find your weight room, and I found mine. Mine was a literal weight room, obviously, but that doesn't necessarily mean that has to be for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So, how did you decide that you wanted to start? training people like how did that come into your life so um obviously i got my criminology degree so um don't worry near thinking about you know being <laughs> a trainer but through this all obviously like i said it saved my life i was a different person um i started training some people on the side <laughs> right um and i didn't pay i didn't i didn't charge them it was now, just how did that happen though did they ask you they asked me i just would post videos um it's funny because i don't even post videos now right uh-huh. but it's like i would post i post videos of me working out on instagram i would post like you know my my meals i would post me running or something you know uh-huh. um i would be one of those i would do like motivational mondays you know things like <laughs> that all my my og subscribers right or whatever followers know that i, I would do that um and then these shout people out would, to the ogs yeah exactly so who are listening <laughs> yeah, so the first it was this it was this chick, this one um 
I'm not going to say her name. I don't know if she wants her name to be said. But um, she reached out to me. She was the first female. She reached out to me. She's like, uh, can you help me train? And I was like, she was kind of cute. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I am. I'm going to help her. Um, but then I actually fell in love with being able to teach her what I knew because um, she was going through something. Hmm. She was going. Th- she was going through a breakup. Oh wow. She was going through family problems. Yeah. Right? So who was that? That was me. Yeah. She was literally me. Right. She was. She also. She was telling me how she had to drop out of school. Does that sound familiar? Right. She was literally me. Right. God placed her in my path, maybe to discover that maybe I have a calling. Right. But she was literally me, and it's like, I didn't know that at first. I just started training her again because I thought she was cute. But then I, as I got to know her, I was like, damn, she has problems. And I know I know how impactful the wave room could be. Yeah, right? that's crazy. The Guess first what? Person, <laughs> the first person you train comes to you. Yes, I trained her for free. Like you've already walked that path that she's going down. Yes. So it's like um, I was able to help her. Um, obviously, she got out of that as well. She got out of that depression, everything like that. She's freaking jacked now. She freaking uh, she's in the army now, by the way. Wow. Shout out to her. Awesome. Um, she listens to this. She'll know who I'm talking about. Um, and it's funny because I didn't know rat's ass about training. You know? I was just uh-huh. training her like I would train myself, right? But it's like even the little things, even the simple things like that, made a big difference, right? It's funny because as I started learning more, she actually hit me up again, like I don't know, a couple of months after that or a year later. Um, and then I trained her again, and she could tell I was like, oh, he actually learned how to freaking train <laughs> now, right? But, um, yeah, that was the first person where people started hitting me up. And um, and um, I decided to switch my major to kinesiology, exercise science, human performance, right, Um, when I transferred. So this is why I was transferring. All this was happening. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a detective. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be in law no more. Um, morally as well, there's a lot of things that I learned that it just doesn't go with who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't do it, especially with everything going on in the world right during that time. I'm still with, you know, cops and everything, things like that. And we're not going to get into it. But it's like a lot of things that um, made me change my mind, uh, safety for my family, things like that. Right. Um, I was like, well, I love doing this. I, I enjoy training. I've trained before. Right. I um, How many people at that time were you training? It was her. It was like this, uh, one of my other friends, um, my friend's mom. It was like three, four, right? So I wasn't making money out of it. I was just doing it to do it. And where were you training them at? Um, the gym, just commercial gyms. Commercial gym, <laughs> because yeah, I wasn't doing it. Yeah. I wasn't doing it for a job. I was just doing it for, for fun. You know, I was like, I have time. I love being around the way. You know, I love being in the weight room, and I was just doing it for fun. Um, so I kind of just fell into it. I didn't, I didn't really, it wasn't something I was like, I want to do this. Oh my gosh. It, not at that moment, at least. Um, so what's it called? I got into, um, yeah, so I switched my major to exercise science, human performance. But again, um, I started learning more about exercise science, biomechanics, right? Uh, anatomy, things like that, physiology, right? Um, so I became really knowledgeable in that aspect, right? The science part of it. So not only do I have the experience, but I was learning the science part of it, which, you know, I do find beneficial. There's times where you actually have to break certain things down, which we'll probably break down more in the podcast. Yep. Right. I'll, I'll uh, nerd out maybe a little bit, you know, for, for the people. But um, I'm going through that transition. And um, as I was going through that transition, I was like, well, people are already wanting to train with me. Why don't I charge for it? Right, so I started charging a little bit for it. It was like forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Right, I was like, and it would be like two hour sessions because I was still <laughs> weird. I still didn't knew nothing about training. Right, I kind of just wanted to be around them and be in the gym. Yeah. So I would get yeah, it would be like forty bucks for a session, here and there. Um, the most consistent person was my friend's mom. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, Shout we we, out to we mom. did help her out. Like I said, I, I I looking back at it, I did not know what I was doing, but it's like I was learning. Mm-hmm. I was learning, right, and and and. It taught me a lot, right? It taught me how to work with different people. But so fast forward, um, I did that for, I don't know, a year or two, probably probably a little more. more. Do you feel like you were getting better as you were training? Oh, them? yeah, I was definitely yeah. getting a lot better. And how were you getting better? Was it, were you were you using resources yeah. online, like watching videos? Were you, I'm sure you're same applying thing. what you're learning in school. Yeah, so same thing. I was applying what I was learning in school. Um I started doing my uh, certification for to be a trainer, right? Getting your P- CTP or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or P- yeah. You, you do NASM? P- uh, no, I did uh, ACE. Um, 
ISSA, which okay. was like a dip, I don't know. They changed their name, I believe, when I was doing it back then. Mm-hmm. It was something else. And the only reason why I did that one was because I went for an interview at um, LA Fitness. So I did an interview at LA Fitness um, to be a trainer, right? Because I knew nothing about it. Like, oh, I'm a giant. I know what I'm doing, right? Yeah. So I go and they're like, oh, well, you got to be certified, this and that. I'm like, oh, okay. So then he gave me the stuff, and that's kind of where. Um, I was like, all right, well, let me do this. I didn't do it right away. Was it this LA Fitness close here? No, 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 no it was okay. not this one. It was <laughs> Monterey Park. Okay. But um, so I did that. Um, I didn't do it right away. So it took like another year for me to actually do it. They wouldn't hire you until you were certified. Until I did it, yeah. And he was like, you have a for sure job. She was like, I like you. I know what you know. She's like, I know you You know what you're talking about, but I need you to be certified. So I was like, oh, okay. He didn't want to do it. <laughs> but fast forward. Um. Um, that pretty much brings us to um, crunch, right? So it's like I was doing all that for a couple, you know, like two years, I don't know, kind of just freelancing around. I started getting paid a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I had my retail job, so that was my main income. Um, and then on the side, I was kind of training. Gotcha. Again, again, still was kind of side job. Um, did COVID affect you at all? And how? Because I mean, gyms closed. Yes, um, it did affect me. But again, some of the people that I was training. Um, I would go to like, like my friend's mom. It was at her house, so okay. it's like yeah, I was still making money. Yeah, yeah, I was still making money during COVID and all that. Um, and then my other tr- my other people, um, they would go to my sister's house. <laughs> right, going back to that gym. Yeah. So I, w- I, w- I went back to the gym up there, um, and I would train them there, and they would pay me there. Right. Awesome. So it's like I kind of had that. So it's like, yes, COVID kind of made me realize, like, damn, it's like you know, job isn't for certain, and it's like, unless I work for myself, I know I have a secure job, right? Um, so. I wanted to grow more. I saw myself growing a lot, um, again, through just reading books and, like, reading different articles, YouTube videos, things like that, and just applying certain things that I would um, that I would um, learn. I would apply to myself and then apply it to my, quote-unquote, clients, right? So it's like I still do that now, right? Before all my – all the programs, by the way, if my clients are listening, all the programs that you guys are running, I already ran through them myself, <laughs> you know? So it's like I already have proved them to be effective, just because they're effective for me doesn't mean they'll be they'll be effective for everybody. But I know there's some truth to them, so I like running through my own programs before I even run through before I even give it to a client. Right? Yeah. Side note, but anyways, um, that brings us to crunch. How that did pretty you much find brings crunch? us to crunch. Um, I was applying to everywhere and everything, right? Because um, I technically got um, I didn't get fired for my last job, but they did like this this you know when they freaking lay off people things like yeah. that. So they did the, they did one of those big freaking layoffs. So I got laid off with. Um, a lot of other people so I didn't have a job and I was like I don't want to freaking work retail again like what the hell I don't want to work for you know it's like well I mean I like training I'm already doing it should I just get a freaking trainer job and I was like nah I can't be a trainer so I started applying for gyms but I was applying for like front desk Right, I was really? applying for like I'll clean the freaking restrooms. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, I just want to work think at the you gym. Could be a trainer. No, I did not think I could be a trainer, even though even though I was technically doing it. But I was like, nah, like you know, because I was so I'll, you would see these like I would follow like these Instagram quote unquote trainers, and I'm like, damn, they live like they know more than me now. I'm like, damn, I know more than them. But yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we'll get to that. But it's like I would I would look at those things, and I would go to the gym, and I would see some of the trainers, and I'd be like, nah, I can't do that. You know, it's like I don't want. I don't want people to pay me, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing, right? Mm. So, again, I'm still learning. I'm still, you know, growing and things like that. Um, but then when I got, my, I finally got my cert, uh, my 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 personal training uh, certification, right? So I was like, okay, well, I know a little more now, right? So I got that. Um, and right when I got it, I started applying the next day. I was like, I'm going to apply to gyms. I applied everywhere. Did and you f- have a gym that you really, really wanted to work at? Yes, and I didn't get accepted to that. But well, I did. Let me tell you a story. So, um, EOS is the gym that's by my house. Uh-huh. It sucks, first of all. It sucks now. But when I was going through that transition, it was a good gym. It was brand new. Hmm. It was like so nice. It was brand new. It was very lim- Like, it wasn't crowded at all, right? Things like that. Now it's the total opposite. Horrible, run down. You know, people don't take care of their stuff there. But, anyways, I wanted to get hired there just because it was my home gym at the time. That and Gold's Gym at downtown LA. Shout out Gold's because. That's where I grew the most, as you know, as an individual and physically. <laughs> but um, I interviewed for both, and I technically got both. Right? Um, I say that because um, during this time, it was um, video interviews. You had to Zoom interviews, oh, right? Yeah, because of COVID. Yeah. So every time I would, every time I interviewed, 
they would be like, oh, yeah, that was good. And they wouldn't leave me like, you know, like, oh, that was good. And then I'll, we'll get back to you because, you know, that's they're not going to get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> they would legit send me emails like, hey, we want to look, you know, we want to process. You want to go through. Um, onboarding. The, yeah, we want to go through onboarding, whatever, like we want you on, on the team, whatever, right? Um, that happened for both Gold and, and, and EOS, right, or EOS, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> um, it happened for both, but somehow um, it took forever. Like, I was waiting. I was waiting, and it's like, yeah, I got the job, but it's like, what's happening? You know, it's like they're not they're not calling me. Um, and obviously, I applied for Crunch, and Crunch um, Crunch hit me up. Well, Chris hit me up, but um, he hit me up randomly. Like, mm. I was – I forgot what I was doing. Um, and he's like, hey, I have a spot um, – a spot um if you want to get interviewed today and i was like what the hell i was like i don't know i was probably just worked out probably i had like shorts on i don't know i was like whatever right um and he's like yeah we have a spot um if you want to come in for an interview today and i was like all right take it right so obviously i i, got, I ran home well i drove home but you get what i mean I, I went home i changed real quick i showered real quick um i forgot what i put on but yeah i don't know but it's like point is i i made it right and i told him i was like i didn't i wasn't even gonna come when you called me out of nowhere and he's like he's, he was like uh he was like yeah i know that he was like there was a mix-up with the paperwork blah, blah blah this and that so i decided to call you see if you would come in um he's like it would have been fine if you wouldn't but he's like i like that you obviously took the initiative to come in blah blah, blah. so i already he already kind of liked well, no, me no no blah 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 about that i mean that says a lot about you yeah so, so he kind of already know. he kind of already liked that because um, i mean one thing i, I don't want to get off track at all with your story but one of the things that i saw that stood out from you versus a lot of the new trainers that were coming in is how um dedicated you were to your clients and to the job and how serious you took it because i you see a lot of trainers come and go in a commercial gym oh, hey, that, that yeah. makes that makes a big difference yes um well i mean the trainers that actually want to make a difference in people's lives and change their lives are the ones that are going to stick around right? yeah so it's like there's this thing also kind of side note, but it's like you show me you're a good trainer, not by transforming your tr your client's you know body or transforming their their thing in like five to six months, right? That's not a good trainer. You want know a good trainer is a good trainer is somebody that transforms their client's body, and they're the same five to six years from now, mm. right? I'm that type of trainer. I want to be the last trainer they ever have. I want to be able to have an impact in their whole life, right? Five to six years down the road, they're like, damn. Yeah, I met Mike, and he pretty much changed everything, right? Because that's what fitness did to me. So I want to introduce that type of fitness to them. That is what a good trainer is, and those trainers are the ones that actually stick to the job. Yeah. Those are the trainers that you see still grinding and still trying to do it, right? The people that want to impact people's lives for the long run. The people that just want to make a quick buck and want to, you know, help people change in five to six months, it's like, those aren't good trainers. Those aren't trainers. They're not going to last, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? So, well, And it's, it's not good for the clients either because – the people who go through those quick transformations usually end up going back, gaining yeah. the weight back, losing the muscle. So teaching people how to sustain the results is takes a certain type of skill set. Yes. Um, exactly. We kind of went on. That's a good tangent. Note, but yeah. That's <laughs> it's really important. But um, I we forgot. have to clarify yeah. what we're passionate about. But yeah, obviously, clearly you could tell. Life lifted. You could clearly tell I'm passionate about, passionate about it. But um, yeah, so... I was at Crunch, right? That's where we're going at. I got hired, obviously. Um, and that onboarding process was, like, quick. You know, it's like I was in the next week. You know, it's <laughs> like Wednesday. He's like, here's your he gave me, like, my shirt the same day. He was like, all right, here's your shirt. You know, it's like, I'll see you Wednesday. Or, like, and I was like, oh, all right, perfect, all right? Um, And then the other places hit me up. The other gyms hit me up. But I was like, well, this place already – so they finally hit you up once yeah, you got hired. Yeah, but it's like it's funny because it's funny how things work, right? I, yeah. Like I said, I think everything happens for a reason. Um, I also went with Crunch was because I'm not going to lie, they paid more. Um, <laughs> they were paying a little more um, than the other sp spaces. Um, so I was like, okay, well, if I can make a little more money, might, why not, right? Yeah, it's great that you landed there because I do think that you know, Crunch pays pretty well compared to a lot of compared other Compared to other commercial gyms, absolutely does. So – Especially a signature gym, not a franchise, by the way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah that's another, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's kind of why, um, one, why I started there. And two, I stayed there because of you guys, right? I say you guys, obviously being Chris and then some of the other trainers we met. Um, again, because I wanted to do, I wanted to network with people, right? Um, 
So I ended up there and I was able to to grow as a trainer, right? So like I said, I wanted to grow as a trainer. I was still growing, still learning. I still am, obviously. But um, I was able to make you and like the others and I was able to ask questions. Um, on my first, on my, one of my first days, I actually sat in on one of Chris's um, first, you know, sessions, uh, kickoff as they call them at right. Crunch, right? Which is technically a first session to like, get to know a person, right? Assessment day or whatever you want to call it as a trainer, Um I told Chris, I didn't even know him then. I just kind of told him, I was like, I kind of liked the way he, his, 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 uh, style was. Cause I would see him train. I could tell he also cared about, you know, his people. Um, so I was like, Hey, can I sit in one of your sessions? Right. So I was still learning, but, yeah. um, well, and that's again, uh, I, from my perspective as someone who had been at crunch, it's with COVID, I, it's hard to put a timeline to it, but with opening, I've been there probably six to eight months ahead of you seen a lot of people come in and go already that was as a casual observer the trainers that invested in wanting to learn from the other trainers were the ones that were successful so i I mean i immediately when when you asked to do that i'm like you're one out of a (laughs) hundred yeah yeah you know that's interested in in getting better and not just you know here to you know, make some money, make some money or, you know, <laughs> exactly not taking it seriously. I mean, again, I'm passionate about what I do. You know, I don't want to actually change people's lives. I want to learn more. Right. So I learned a lot in crunch. I'm not going to lie. I, I also forced myself to learn a lot because, as you know, working at a commercial gym, you work with a lot of different people. Right. I kind of chose the people that I wanted to work with when I was kind of doing it on my own. Right. Those four or five people, I kind of chose them. I could have said no, but it's like, oh, I could help them. At Crunch, you don't have that option. <laughs> you kind of like whoever the hell comes, gets, comes. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? Whoever's placed in front of you, well, you know, if you're able to sell them, which I was able to learn and, you know, I was able to sell certain people. Um, I had to learn to how to work with a lot of different people, right? Which we'll get to in like other episodes probably. But yeah, I had to learn to work with a lot of people. So I, I pretty much did, I went to Crunch and did what I wanted to do, which was grow as a trainer, um, grow as a person, grow my network. So literally everything I wanted to do is what I got out of it. Um, obviously we're not, we're not there anymore, but <laughs> yes. So when you came into crunch, were you feeling in the beginning kind of that same sense that you were talking about? Like you weren't sure of yourself as a trainer or by then had you, you were just like, I know I can do this. Um, by then, I, no, by then I was like, I know I could do this. Um, just because like I said, the people that I did have when I was training, what I, I thought I didn't know anything, but I was able to like help them. You know, I was able to, uh, I mean, transform their bodies as well. Um, so now being actually certified and everything, as you know, it gave me a little bit of a boost of confidence. And um, just being around you guys, um, meaning being around other trainers at the moment and talking to them and, like, being able to essentially hold a conversation based off fitness or based off, like, anything was like, oh, I do know what I'm talking about. You know, it's like <laughs> it was kind of eye-opening, too, because, like, I yeah. wasn't I was never around trainers. I was just around my friends, and I would talk about certain things, but then being around other trainers where it's like, we were able to like talk about essentially training people and I was able to like connect with them and be like, Oh, well I do that. You know, it's like, Oh, then maybe I'm not a dumbass. Maybe I do know how to do this. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, fast forward, obviously now we're out of crunch. Yeah. <laughs> we're out of crunch. Fast forward. Now, um, we won't be both throwing our own personal training businesses, right? We're, uh, we're out of crunch. No more corporate corporate world for us. We're kind of doing this on our own. Um, we have our own client base now and, um, Again, we're just trying to grow, right? And now we we want a resource like this, like we said at the beginning, for our clients, right? We want a resource for our clients. This, this resource meaning the podcast to be able to to talk about certain topics, but also for other people that are not our clients, right? Um, we want to be able to to be able to to teach. I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's where we are. We're coaches, right? Yeah, and so. I think even just sharing your story, Mike. I mean, I appreciate your vulnerability. I think that, you know, someone out there may be listening to this, going through something similar to what you are and just being able in that moment to see like the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, that you've that you've walked in their shoes and you've been able to make a change. You're where you're at now, no matter what, maybe they want to get started in training. Maybe they're going through a breakup. They got <laughs> hopefully they didn't get in a car accident yesterday, <laughs> but but yeah, you never know, man. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm do I do this to, yeah. There's a lot of mics out there that probably need my help, and you know, um, I do what I do because of that. You know, I don't I don't want anyone to ever be in a position that I am that I was, and if they are and they do find themselves in the position that I was, 
I think I could help. You know who to call. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could help, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of a. It was still still pretty long, uh, but at the same time, kind of short. You know, kind of short uh, explanation of who I am, and where I'm kind of at now, and why I do what I do. But um, next episode, um, pretty much will be your turn, Chris. Right? It's gonna be your turn to. Uh, to uh, talk about your story. Um, this episode was obviously based off my story. Um, next time we'll do yours, which should be interesting. I have some questions for you, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's perfect, though, because, you know, we're calling this Life Lifted and, you know, how lifting kind of lifted you out uh, of... Out of dirt. Out of your, <laughs> your challenges that came your way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, yeah, in that case, that uh, concludes... Uh, our first episode, which is my story, right? And that's going to be the title of this uh, this first episode, I believe, um, which is going to be my story and why I do what I do, like I said. But, um, yeah, well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Chris, for uh, yeah, no, starting this uh, journey here with this. Thank you for sharing. That was that was awesome. Yeah, That so was inspiring for me to hear. Well, until next time, this has been the Life Lifted Podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Life Lifted Podcast. If you like today's episode, give us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to lift your mind, body, and soul, follow us for more episodes. Show support by sharing Life Lifted with your friends and family. Until next time, stay lifted.